today on CityCast Madison. It costs more to send your toddler to childcare in Madison than to send them to college. But childcare workers often make less than fast food employees. And daycares say they can't compete in today's tight job market, can't pay enough, and can't hire enough to meet demand. And with fewer spots available, parents face long waits to even get in. Governor Evers has proposed adding money in the state budget to help families pay for childcare. But will it survive? Lawmakers could decide any day now. Ruth Schmidt of the Wisconsin Early Childhood Association says the picture is dire. It's Wednesday, May 17th. I'm Bianca Martin, and here's what Madison's talking about. Hi, Ruth. How are you doing? Hi, Bianca. I am doing well, and I am thrilled to be here to talk about this. We're thrilled to have you. This is a, a big moment in childcare right now. And the word of mouth around Madison is that you have to basically get on a waiting list for childcare right after you find out you're pregnant. Is there truth to that? There is definitely truth to that. And if you talk to um, families in some areas of the state, they would say that they entirely plan their pregnancies around uh, when care is going to be available. Like some are already in touch with programs before they even get pregnant to make sure that there is care available when they need it. Mm-hmm. And what's the average cost of childcare in the Madison area? So um, in the state of Wisconsin, infant care runs anywhere from about $12,000 total. And then I would say in the Madison market, it is super easy to be looking between uh, fifteen dollars and $20,000 a year for infant care. Yeah, that is incredible. We're, you know, here to talk about the child care counts program. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, would you say there's already a crisis among child care providers and what's available? Yeah, I mean, that was an interesting way to put it. Is there is there a crisis among child care providers? I would say there's a definite child care crisis in our state. I think child care providers can point us to um, solutions to the challenges that we have, I think they've got the capacity to do what needs to be done to help sort of stabilize what's going on in childcare in our state. But none of it's going to happen unless we have a mechanism for getting revenue into childcare programs. And the challenge we have is that childcare is a broken business model. Childcare businesses cannot charge enough to cover the true cost of operating a program. So you may think, whoa, you're telling me $12,000 a year isn't enough. And I would tell you $12,000 a year isn't enough. People in this field of childcare are making approximately 11 to $13 an hour. In the Madison market, of course, that's gonna go up 15, 16, 17, $18 an hour maybe. Lack of access to benefits that most of us take for granted, healthcare, retirement, those kinds of things. And many of them have at least an associate's degree. Over 50, 50% of this workforce in our state has at least an associate's degree or better. So you've got this highly educated workforce, but you've got the reality that childcare programs have to cover their rent, they've got to cover food for their the kiddos in their care, they've got to cover supplies, they've got to cover insurance, utilities, maintenance. 
And when you look at all those expenses in terms of the cost of care, what's left is not enough money to cover adequate wages to keep good people working in this workforce. Mm -hmm. They can't hire people because they can't pay competitive wages. When you've got Amazon Distribution Center with 20 bucks an hour to start plus a signing bonus, childcare can't compete. They can't compete with Quick Trip. They can't compete with even McDonald's, quite honestly. Like fast food chains are able to pay higher wages than we see being paid to childcare. Yeah, that is incredible. So the Wisconsin Child Care Counts program helped thousands of child care providers stay open during the pandemic, um, but it was funded with federal pandemic aid that's going away. Can you lay out some of what the consequences of that would be? I know that Governor Tony Evers is hoping to permanently fund the program through the state budget, but if that doesn't happen. Yeah, so um, so pre-COVID, we were in crisis mode already, right? Because programs had no additional revenue coming in other than what parents were paying. Working on a deficit, basically. Oh, totally. Absolutely. And so we had a crisis going into COVID. COVID sort of helped everybody understand the value of childcare. The fact that our school buildings closed and suddenly families had six-year-olds, seven-year-olds, eight-year-olds at home and figuring out how do I work? What do I do? And so during this time frame, I think we've had three years of this growing understanding of the impact of childcare on families, on business productivity, on community health and well-being, on thriving economy in our state. And when Wisconsin received COVID relief funding that was directed by the feds to go into childcare, uh, we quickly, more rapidly than probably many states in the nation, were able to expedite getting that money out the door into the pockets of childcare programs. And it allowed them to do things that they've never, they were able to keep from raising tuition costs for families. They were able to provide bonuses to their staff. They were able to cover basic increased operating expenses. We've all experienced food costs going up, utility costs going up. So what we know is that without childcare counts right now, we would probably have 30% of childcare programs in the state of Wisconsin closed. When childcare counts goes away now, which is slated for January of 2024, we know that approximately 60% of childcare programs are saying they will have to raise tuition, and that could be anywhere from 20 to 40%. So if you're thinking, I'm a parent, I'm paying $1,000 a month, childcare counts goes away, I suddenly have to come up with an additional $200 to $400 a month. I don't know families that have that kind of money available in their budgets to be able to do this. Right. And the Madison area is almost like 1800 or, you know, it's, it's, it's more huge. expensive here. Yeah. The Madison area, it is known for having some of the best quality care in the state. Um, the workforce, the child care workforce in Madison is you've got probably higher levels of education than other areas of the state because the quality of care is so high, which also then drives the cost up. You've compared funding for child care to infrastructure spending. Can you expand on that? So I personally can tell you that what childcare is really good at is providing developmentally appropriate care for children. 
And that is huge. And we should value that in and of itself, right? However, it is also a huge economic engine. Without childcare, any parent with a young child, not in school, struggles to get to work. We know it impacts probably about 80% of employees are indicating that they grapple with childcare crises in their lives on a regular basis. It impacts their ability to be at work, to show up, to be productive, right? So we know that. And we know that businesses in Wisconsin are struggling to hire people. And so if you don't have childcare infrastructure in your community, you can't compete to bring young families to your community. You can't compete to bring new businesses to your community if you don't have solid childcare infrastructure. Mm-hmm. We do not put money as a state into childcare. Um, right now, Wisconsin puts in the bare minimum amount of state revenue that it needs to draw down its federal block grant. So what this means is approximately $50 per year for every child under the age of five. If you compare that to what we're putting into our K-12 system, there's no comparison. And so if you think about this is the vehicle through which people go to work, this is the vehicle through which businesses are competitive and, and have profitable bottom lines, it is infrastructure. It's absolutely what we need to be doing with our public money. And what's wild, I mean, as you pointed out, those early years are some of the most developmentally important for children. You know, the, the interesting piece to me is we've tried every possible argument, right? Like we can say it's good for kids. There is studies after study that's been done that say this is good for kids' brain development. We can do the return on investment argument, right? There's economists that have measured every dollar invested in childcare in our nation to get a child into a high quality early learning program returns 13 to $17 on the dollar, right? It is some say it is probably the best investment we could be making with our public money. It saves in remedial education costs. It has long-term health benefits. It reduces incarceration. It increases job attachment. Like we can argue all those things, but the bottom line is, It has a huge price tag attached to it. And when we think about starting something with a new, big, major investment of state revenue, we need both the public and the political will to make it happen. And I want to get to the politics in a second, but unlike many programs, the Child Care Counts program isn't based on income. Why is that? So Child Care Counts funding um, came through a variety of different federal mechanisms, um, but were directed, states were directed to spend this money on child care. And along with that, it expanded how those monies could be used, right? So the feds put parameters around that money that allowed the states to be really thoughtful in terms of how do you reach across all communities, all income levels, and really support the operations of childcare in your state. Got it. So the Joint Finance Committee, controlled by uh, Republicans, has already nixed a lot of Governor Evers' spending priorities. Has that happened with funding for childcare in the upcoming state budget? Um, so child care was not 
one of the first round of cuts made in joint finance meetings last week. We could certainly say that provides a glimmer of hope that at least there's enough buzz that's been created about this, that both in the Senate and in the Assembly, members of joint finance are hearing about this issue and are saying we've got to at least attend to this and listen and figure out what, if anything, we can do. Sure. But I would also say, um, I think what we're hearing is we have an enormous uphill climb to try and hold on to something in childcare, an absolutely huge uphill climb. Well, so the partisan divide in Wisconsin is as wide as ever. Is funding for childcare an issue only Democrats support? No. I can definitively say like, no, this is absolutely an issue that Republicans also support. I think the strategies of support are going to look different depending on which side of the political aisle you're on. I think there is a very um, growing understanding that childcare is certainly an issue that is broadly supported by the electorate in Wisconsin, right? We know that whether you're a Republican, um, independent, Dem, libertarian, whatever it is, like everyone is saying we should be doing something to invest in child care. It's, right, because it impacts everyone. It impacts every single family, yes. And you talked about different you know, different approaches basically to, to getting that. Some, some people believe that deregulating the child care provider industry will lower costs. Would that help? Um, so I'll share just a quick story. We had our advocacy day in early April where there were about 250 people who came from across the state of Wisconsin to Madison to go to the Capitol to uh, advocate on childcare, meet with all of their legislators. We had one of the co-chairs of um, the Children and Families Committee of the legislature uh, come and do a presentation to the group of people that were gathered for that day. And this individual said, you know, I just have a question for you. Would there, you know, if we changed the ratios from one adult to four babies and we said, how about one adult to six babies? What do you think? And the entire room was like, no, like there was a, there was just this, just one voice that spoke and said, no, absolutely not. Right. It's bad for kids. It's not safe. There are insurance companies that will not even cover having additional children in a childcare program because they know it has all sorts of inherent health challenges to it, uh, hazards that are associated with having too many kids in a classroom, right? Mm -hmm. Additionally, so it's not good for kids, right? Lowering the quality, yeah. Lowers the quality. This is not an industry that is saying, please deregulate us. Childcare centers are not saying, please let us put more kids in our classrooms. In fact, they know that if that is what we end up doing, we will probably lose more childcare programs and we will definitely lose more childcare teachers because they're tapped out. They can't, they want less kids in their classroom, not more kids in their classroom. So how do we as a state as a country, really solve the issue of childcare so it isn't in crisis? There's all sorts of different ways of looking at this issue, right? But if you think of it as a three-legged stool, you got childcare as a stool itself, and the legs are, where's revenue coming from? 
And right now we have one leg, it's parents. And it is a teetering stool. It is barely able to stay balanced oftentimes. The other two legs need to be government and need to be business, right? Now, to me, Wisconsin has a significant budget surplus, $300 million out of that across biennium. It's just not that much, right? It's, it's, it's a small amount of that pot of money. And it is something that many taxpayers would say, I support paying for this, right? So government puts something in, parents continue to put in a lot. They will always be the primary funder of childcare in our country. Business, I think, is the interesting piece where there's lots of different models being discussed. We know of different businesses, for instance, um, Schreiber Foods is trying a new pilot where they are paying $5,000 towards employees to cover, to help cover the cost of childcare for those employees, right? We have other businesses that are putting money towards dependent care flexible spending accounts. There's talk at the legislative level about are there tax credits that could be passed to businesses that help to put money into childcare or start childcare programs themselves. But the bottom line is those solutions, while it's great to help cover the cost of care for the family, it needs to be more so that it actually is bringing that added revenue into the child care program. So it's not just let's shuffle how we pay for it. Let's shuffle how we pay for it and let's put on another layer of revenue to help stabilize what's going on in programs. Ruth. Thank you so much for bringing us uh, up to speed on what's going on in the childcare industry right now. And for parents, this is huge and really appreciate you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. That was Ruth Schmidt, Executive Director of the Wisconsin Early Childhood Association. And here's what else Madison's talking about. Speaking of the state budget, the budget forecast got a teeny bit less rosy this week. The Legislative Fiscal Bureau says they expect fewer tax dollars to roll in over the next couple of years. So they've revised their estimate down about a percent, and they now project the surplus to be just below $7 billion. It's something lawmakers will need to consider as they vote on the budget. And in local school news, Madison schools likely won't see a new superintendent until next year. Madison school board members say they're hoping to have someone new on board by summer of 2024. That's a year after outgoing superintendent Carlton Jenkins leaves. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoy the show, why not tell a new parent about us? We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Until then, I'll just be jamming to Whitney Houston's The Greatest Love. I can sing the Dolly version. I cannot sing the Whitney version. <laughs>